Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. another week another episode of Louisiana ladies and I really cannot believe this but we have a another repeat guest Jennifer Anderson. oh you do that yes, yes. oh okay. yes but we're gonna talk about Thanksgiving I can't believe that it's close enough for us to talk about Thanksgiving so Jennifer was on the podcast previously and we talked a lot just about she's an attorney what she specialized in had a really good conversation but she brought up in that episode that she is a vegan and she does a whole vegan Thanksgiving. Yes, we call it Thanks Vegan. Thanks Vegan. Yes. I love it. Okay, so before we talk to Jennifer, we just have our smorgasbord <laughs> segment. <laughs> right, Maggie? Yeah. Sorry, I'm jumping right in. Sometimes I, Maggie's so nice and patient with me. So a few product recs um, is Tarte makes a gloss slash lipstick that is really phenomenal and gives you a great hint of color and is also very moisturizing. But I do want to warn our audience, do not confuse this with the Tula glosses that I previously mentioned on another episode. Different brand. Um, I was influenced by um, Kale Couture, I think is how you say her name. I think it's Aubrey Howe is her real name on Instagram. And I bought them and they were on super sale and I really do like them. Tarte is um, vegan, by the way. Oh, their cosmetics are cruelty free. I um, use their concealer, <laughs> <laughs> which I can say is very good. It's very good. I went to Ulta today, and in fact, she told me that's the best concealer that is you it could the possibly. Shape tape? Yes, it's it's like it's very famous. Oh yeah, she told me she yeah. goes, "You are doing everything right, Melissa," and yeah. I said, "Thank you." Yeah, I'm so glad my under eyes are looking fantastic. <laughs> They do. They look great. Very refreshed. <laughs> Very refreshed. So, <laughs> all right. So, a couple of quick shout outs on my end. So, I got back from my conference and my mom and dad came to pick me up from the New Orleans airport. And then we got stuck in horrible traffic coming back. And I had $0.0 in cash to give them to go buy dinner. So, have no fear. My dad's birthday it, well, when this comes out, my dad's birthday will be yesterday, um, but I am buying them pizza, having them over, trying to make up for that because I felt like such a jerk by the time that we got home. By the way, totally forgot how much conferences wear you out. Yeah. Where did you go? I went to National Harbor, Maryland, right outside of okay. D.C. And this was a an accountant conference? It was actually a pension conference. Oh, even more exciting than accountant conference. Maybe more exciting than like a conference of tax professionals. uh, Watch out. It is TPAs going wild. Okay. And I was a speaker. Oh, wow. Yes. I I got to speak. You know, I told him, I said, I'm just working on my 
you know, keynote presentations or my next career being a keynote presenter. I'm such yeah. a ham. Put me up on stage any day of the yeah. week. So, um, so thanks, Mom and Dad. You guys are the best. And uh, we did have Best Dressed this past weekend, and that was a lot of fun and a lot of people, and they raised a lot of money for a great cause. So we still appreciate having um, Carrie and Michelle on from last week's episode. And I'm rolling right into our book club. Guess what our book of the month is, November? Book Club Z? Book Clubs. Oh, book clubs. But yes, book clubs, according to me. But our Louisiana <laughs> Ladies Book Club. Yeah, yeah. It's Lifelike Creatures. Oh my gosh. Yes, we picked so your book. So good. I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what everybody thinks about it. Yes, so I was looking at our book clubs app that I'm terrible about updating, yeah. and I was like, oh, this one looks good, and we're going to have Jennifer on the pod, so it just... Good. It's a nice, short, easy, relevant Louisiana environmental and legal read okay it's good love it um and then maggie haven't you been listening to audiobooks in the car yeah and was, according to maggie she put in writing that it is life-changing i mean if you haven't tried it in a while try it because you know sometimes i talk to people and they're like no way i like to flip the pages but sitting in traffic audiobooks are pretty amazing i listen to pillars of the earth all on audiobook yeah, no, and that's a long one. It was that's a long, a long one. It was forty hours of listening. Yeah, but you have a drive coming into work, oh. so I think that that helps, right? Yeah. And do you kind of get excited when you get in your car and exactly. the audio book? That's yeah. why. And so I told Rachel about it in our office, and she's like, "Maggie, life changing. It's changed my life." Yeah, I had to get in Rachel's car the other day, and she had that exact reaction. She said, oh, my book, whenever we got in the car. So excited. And she's listening you know, to she's, Pillars of the Earth. She's got kids, so her her nights are kind of busy, and she's like, I really want to get reading in this book again. And I was like, Rachel, try to listen to the audiobook and see if you can get further ahead. And she likes it. So I've listened to audiobooks when Christy and I have gone to Monroe, and I really like them. Here's my problem with audiobooks. I'm always reading an actual book, and I'm worried – if I listen to an audiobook and read a book, am I going to get confused? No. no. It's to be like, it's like, do you ever read two books at the same time? Not really. Oh, I do. Okay. Maybe yeah. I'll work on that. <laughs> so I do. I listen, I prefer only nonfiction for audio. That's because you're, oh, okay. I was about to say that's because you're As smart. I'm so what? <laughs> smart. I, 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 that is I not like smart, imagined you I feel like say. smart people read nonfiction books. Yeah. No, but I... I, I, first, I don't know why I can't get into fiction on, on audio, so um, I listen to nonfiction. So I have listened to some nonfiction books on audio, yeah. too. And I feel like, yes, I can, I can, I'd be able to delineate the two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. My sister yeah. actually recommended a book to me that she listened on an audio book. So I'm a, I feel like that's a good way for me to read my business books, you know, and my it leadership is. books. Yeah, I do, and, I do some of those there. And then um, good books like about wine. Like there's one called, I think it was called Cork Dork. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's really good. It's about this girl who's a journalist, and mm-hmm. she decided that she was going to try to go get, like, the master psalm, take the master psalm exam. So she just, like, immerses herself in the business of being a sommelier, oh. working at restaurants in New York, and she chronicles that whole experience. It's really good. She drops a lot of F-bombs. She narrates it herself, but it's very, it's entertaining. I actually think the F-word is one of the best words. In it can be very effective when properly used. <laughs> it can be a noun. 
court order. There's a lot of things. Okay. So, wow, we really went on a tangent there. So, um, (laughs) guys, we're about to talk about food. That makes it a perfect intro. Um, Okay, so. What name it? Okay, so that was like, a little bit of vegan freestyle. By I, I really wish we would have videoed that. That's great. Look at Maggie; she's like head bobbing. Okay, so um, you explained this on the last podcast, but just to refresh everyone's memory, what exactly does the word vegan mean? So vegan means that you don't eat any animals or fish or poultry. Um, or anything that is a byproduct of an animal. So that would include everything from cows and chickens and fish and oysters um, and also things like uh, no dairy. Right, I was about to say. Like, and no honey because honey comes from bees. Oh. Yeah, so. But aren't there pretty much like substitutes for all of that that are vegan, like vegan cheese? Yeah, yeah, they're there, I mean, I, you know, there definitely is. I don't miss eating anything that is, you know, was an animal or an animal byproduct. And I mean, they, they get, the products get better every year. And so they just released. So Mayoko's Creamery is a vegan, uh, she makes cheeses and butter and all that kind of stuff. They just she just got this it's kind of a liquid mozzarella mm. so you can use it like on your pizza and things like that they just started selling it at sprouts mm. so she her products are really really good so i'm gonna ask a very ignorant question but um i think that the brand is siete and they have chips that are gluten-free okay but they have a cashew queso oh yeah that's good i've eaten that okay is like, that vegan many jars of that that's good mm. Yeah, it's very good. Okay, I feel like, you know, I feel like people could get weirded out by a vegan cheese, but I'm pretty sure it's just cheese. That's not I mean, an I animal served product. people things at my house. They had no idea it wasn't, like, actual cheese. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't tell the yeah. difference. Okay, so let's get into your Thanksgiving, which okay. is not your thing, which we do not call, we call it Thanks Vegan. We call it Thanks Vegan. Okay. Yes. So, how long have you been doing this? So, I've been doing it four years. Okay. And you have people over. And I have people over. And they're all people who eat meat and whatever. Okay. You know. Do you trickle? No. They they know up front um, that it's that it's, you know, gonna be vegan. And um, you know, the people who've been coming for a few years, they'll usually make something, you know, but we um, no. Okay. Just they can come. Okay. So let's walk through some of the dishes. Okay. Or all of them. Okay. Um, even though it's like, I get really hungry in the afternoon. We're recording this in the afternoon, so I feel no. like I'm going to get kind of hungry. I know. So. So no, no tofurkey. Okay. Nothing against it. I just, there's better stuff to eat. Okay. Than that. Okay. So. So um, what do you do? So I make gumbo. Okay. Make a vegan gumbo. Okay. And um, I make truffle mac and cheese. In fact, for, so our office is having their kind of potluck Thanksgiving. Uh, coming up soon, and I'm making the vegan truffle mac and cheese and some vegan ginger molasses cookies. Wow. Chewy cookies. Okay, can you kind of walk us through how to make the vegan truffle mac and cheese? Yeah, so it's a it's similar to the brand of queso that you talked about. Okay. So it's cashew-based, um, but you use 
you know, you'll make basically a cream sauce, like a bechamel cream sauce, just like you would with regular cheese. Okay. Except you'll use, um, instead of cream or milk, you'll use cashews that have been soaked and that you then blend. And then into that, you heat it. And into that, you'll put nutritional yeast, which is yep. very good. It is very good. It's excellent. Tastes like cheese. That, you'll put some acid, you'll put some spices, um, and then you will add usually a couple of prepared, like, vegan cheese products. So I like the chow product. Well, the it's field roast. They make some good cheeses, and Mayoko's make some good cheeses. So I usually take some of those and mix it in as well. Okay. And then you, you know, pre-boil your pasta. And I like to use um, large, pretty large pasta. Okay. Um and then you pour the cheese over it. You put truffle, white truffle oil on it, breadcrumbs, and you bake it. it sounds, sounds delicious. So good. It's so good. And like one of my friends are like, you cannot tell that this is not real. Like, like. So dairy. is that from a recipe, or did you create yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have I'm recipe a, books. Show and tell yes. on a podcast. Yes. Like why? Like that makes no sense. Okay, it's okay. We'll take a picture. So wait, these are my two favorite cookbooks. Okay. okay, so the first one is Mississippi Vegan. Okay, and this is Timothy Packeron, and he's actually from Mississippi, but he lives in New Orleans. Now. Okay, and he has a great. He's on Instagram. Oh, um, at Mississippi Vegan, I think I believe. But um, I use his. See, you can see all my little tabs in here. I use his so truffle. Nice mac and cheese recipe which is not i don't believe it's in this um in this this cookbook but i got it from his okay but i also make his classic gumbo wow which is very good and then the other one is southern vegan and this is lauren hartman and she's the creator of rabbit and wolf so i like southern food i don't know about you but i like yeah i like like i'm a southern girl yeah i like southern cooking and so southern vegan cooking has been on has been you know, there, there has been a, uh, like a lack of really good, like substitutes. Yeah. And I kind of like the size of that cookbook. Like it's not, let, let me see it. It's not super overwhelming. How long have you been vegan, Jennifer? Hmm. I want to say it was around maybe 2013, okay. 2012 or 2013, but I was a vegetarian since like like the early to like maybe 2001 or two something like that okay yeah yeah because i meant like going from eating right i mean no restrictions to going vegan i think would be a big step but if you were eased into it it might be doable well and you can just do like you know one thing at a time you can say okay i'm gonna try to not use eggs Mm -hmm. and then there are a couple of different substitutes for eggs you know, and, or I'm going to try to not use animal-based cheese and try to use plant-based cheese, you know, so you can do it that way too. And that's probably a lot less overwhelming than, you know, trying to just go, but it's a lot easier now than it was when I did it for sure. Um, I, that's what I'm thinking because they're getting better. Like you said, it's getting yeah. better and better every year. I mean, um, what is that? Bitchin' sauce? Do you use that? What is it? Bitchin' sauce? It is called bitchin' sauce, yeah. Is that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've heard of that, but I don't think I've used that. I think think it's made with, I don't know. A lot of things are, and it's sort of the thing now, plant-based or whole foods plant-based. And so a lot of companies are marketing, you Mm -hmm. know, making and marketing their food as, you know, vegan. But 
the best ricotta cheese. So Kite Hill is a brand that makes a lot of vegan stuff. And their ricotta cheese, I swear I can't tell the difference between that. And, and do you get that at Whole Foods? Um, yeah, Whole Foods sells it. And Sprouts carries a lot of um, vegan. Mm-hmm. So, like, just looking at some of this, the recipes, you know, I, I think when people think vegan, like myself, I would think it's just harder to cook for some reason. I have no actual, mm-hmm. like, there's no reason behind that, I guess. Yeah, you have, like, this preconceived. It's like a preconceived notion, yeah. right? But this, there's this one pot, Vidalia onion pasta, and it has basically the most... I'm going to say normal, which whatever. I mean, like just Typical. ingredients that you would probably yeah. have. And it's just basically switching out. Like instead of chicken broth, it's vegetable broth. Mm-hmm. Instead of regular milk, it's non-dairy milk. Instead of honey, it looks like there's some agave syrup. Yep. But every, or syrup, however you like to say <laughs> that word. Uh, but you know, like everything looks, and like that's something I could make. Like I, I wish people could see this. There's only... There's probably only really like five real ingredients in everything else you have at your house. Yeah. It's actually not that not that difficult. Um, there are a few substitutions you just, you know, you have to learn. Like your milk, cheese, um, sweetener. That's all like trial that. and error too, right? You got to find what you like the best, right, Jennifer? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, we'll take a picture and post that look but even just the cover i mean that looks like fried chicken it's and delicious yes i think that's the fried tofu tofu mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it looks so good i feel like i could eat tofu if it was fried because i feel like you can eat anything fried yeah oh tofu in an air fryer i think i've done that blows your mind it's so good i get concerned about the consistency of tofu okay we're getting off track so <laughs> yes gumbo mac and cheese what else is on the menu gumbo mac and cheese. so the one that so the dish that I always have to make because my friends love this dish. It is a, um, it doesn't really have a name. I made it, made up the name, but it's basically um, acorn squash. Oh yeah. You cut it in half Mm -hmm. and in it, there is a sausage wild rice stuffing. And so you take the, you take your acorn squash, cut them in half, take all the seeds and stuff out and you put some butter and some maple syrup on it and roast it until it gets real soft. And then the stuffing is wild rice, and into that you you put like some uh, sautéed vegetables like onion, shallot, celery, um, a few other few other garlic, you know things like that, and then cranberries and pecans, mm. those two in there. And then for the sausage, I use um, an apple sage sausage made by field roast okay. it's all plant-based and oh. it is delicious okay and you take that and you put it in so it's a, a, like a kind of savory and sweet a little yeah bit, you know? yeah yeah but it's really good and then you bake it okay you know, in the oven that one sounds fancy too. yeah okay all right so what else um well we always make uh i always make a pecan bourbon pie okay so um that and then sometimes i make um little key lime tarts just kind of depends. Hmm. And so I also like stuffing. Okay. And I make a Merloton cornbread stuffing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's in that? Merlotons and cornbread. That's okay. I don't know if I know what a Merloton yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. I feel like I should know. A Merloton? Jennifer's, by the way, everyone, she's like Merlotons and smiling and nodding. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that is. No, a, a Chayo. Have you heard that? An alligator pear. You've seen these in the grocery store. Okay, wait, who is from South Louisiana? Who claims to be from South Louisiana? Well, I don't, I I am. 
the Merlotton. Okay, so it's a it's a green it's a green veg it's like a squash, I guess. Um, like this, and it it's light green and has like a thin skin, and they're called. Uh, I mean, in South Louisiana they call them Marlatons, but um, in South America I think they're called chayote. Mm. I think I have heard that word they're before. Called, yeah. Now that, I think, now that I feel like when I've been to like a fancy restaurant. Nope. Nope. I don't remember. So I've seen those at a fancy restaurant. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what they look like. You've probably seen them in the grocery store. Yeah, I say Marathon squash. I have so seen them in the grocery store. I just don't think I knew what they were. Yeah. I'm not very adventurous. When it comes so, to that. a lot of times people make like Merloton shrimp stuffing. Okay. That, I think I've you heard probably of this. had it and I, maybe just didn't know that's yeah. what was in it. Yeah. That's a common thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Yeah, so we make that and um, then there's lots of vegan wine, and that's what we do. So, what makes a wine vegan? Well, so. Um, and where do you get said vegan wine? Like, what are some of the brands? There's a great, um, website. I'm going to have to think of this now. It's actually an app. I'll have to pull up my phone and turn it back on. Um, there's an app that tells you which alcohol and wine is vegan. Mm -hmm. So in the fining process for wine, um, fish bladders are sometimes used for that. Okay. So, um. Yeah, it sounds gross, but it's a thing. It's, I think they're fish bladders. It's called icing glass. Okay. But um, anyway, so, but a lot of winemakers use other things or whatever now. So that's predominantly issue. So do you not drink other wine? Um, or do you just like try not to drink other wine? I'm going to be honest here. Okay. We are honest. So podcast. if it's good wine, I'm not going to ask if icing glass was used in the fining process okay okay so i've probably had some non-vegan wine okay um but honestly most you know a lot of winemakers a lot of the wines that probably you drink that are on restaurant menus um it's just becoming less common to use that but i mean you know if the wine was bottled however many years ago you know it might not be vegan or it's they're going towards being vegan wine is that what you're saying? Well, there are more wines today that are like natural or biodynamic or vegan. Um, They're just moving away from using that process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just becoming more, more. There's more demand for that, mm-hmm. so people are marketing more to it, you know. But and That's, there are other things you can use. You don't have to another use way sounds better. Fish bladders. <laughs> they should get away from that. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think yeah, you would just. And how do you know if a wine is vegan? Is you have to look on the app, or does it say it on the bottle? Oh no, it's not. Most wines are not going to tell you on the bottle. Some some will today, you know, say that. But there is an app, and I'm going to just turn on my phone, okay, and uh, look it up. It's it is. something cow, and I can't remember. It might be called Hap. There's an app or a website now. You can tell I don't go to it very often. I'm learning a lot just about how they don't really have to disclose things on the label like they're supposed to tell you just there's that's a whole world that I didn't know about Mm -hmm. and I'm following someone who's like just ingredients Mm -hmm. learning all about the things that they can hide in the label yeah (laughs) she's very educational she is I have her protein powder and I bought her hot chocolate too wow yeah I I mean I had no idea because I was delicious you know I thought that they had to tell you what was in it but there's way to wow yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's what we have, and I can't think of anything else. Somebody always brings a salad. 
I always feel like it's kind of sad and expected when you're going to have a vegan meal like a that someone serves a salad. They think that they're being vegan? Well, they think that's all you can eat or something. Oh, yeah. Probably so. Yeah. So it's a, it's when you lack have to of knowledge. It, it's a lack of education, you know? And I think, I think what you're saying is very useful to know because somebody in your life has a diet restriction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everybody probably has a dietary restriction has, and you still know it. And like, if you don't, I don't know, you can be like, this is all you can eat is a salad, but that's not true. Yeah. My sister does not do sugar and she does not do gluten. And I know that's different from vegan, but I think that's actually harder. I was about to say, I think the no that's gluten more, thing gluten is, is difficult. Yes. Like I've ha- had some people say, can you make it gluten free too? I was like, yeah, that's called air. <laughs> If it's vegan and gluten-free, that's probably I have tried to stay away from gluten um, just because it could be inflammatory. It is. It, yes. It is hard, though, but to cook that way. Whoa. That is challenging. It is challenging mm-hmm. sometimes. And then there's sometimes where you don't, like, when it's hard to measure. You, you don't put a spoonful of gluten in your recipe. Well, that's what so I'm saying. And sometimes it's in a sauce and you don't yeah, even exactly. put it like in soy the sauce, sauce or yeah. something like now, that. Now, I did, I did know that. And so I went and bought some coconut amino acids oh, yeah. yeah those are good and I was like go me but I do feel better when I don't eat gluten but it and it's hard to eat out for like that but go ahead Maggie but I think you can take sort of the same approach that my sister says it's like don't look up gluten-free recipes right. or you know sugar-free recipes just take what you normally like your dishes that you love and tweak them to feet to like fit into whatever you're trying to do which I think is what your recipe book yeah like. basically yeah. those are the They're same just ingredients a few substitutions, substitutions. Yeah. Yeah. Now there, I have a couple of, um, cookbook stores. So I started learning how to make like my own vegan cheese mm-hmm. and, um, vegan cream sauces and like basics. And that gets a little harder, but I did actually learn how to make, um, vegan feta during the pandemic. Yeah. And that wasn't that hard, but you know what they make? The products now are actually really good. Like there's some that are just better. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go buy it. Yeah. I don't need to be making my own feta as long as there's something good I can buy. Do you own a Vitamix? Yeah. I'm wondering. Like, and you do, I, you use that for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know this, Maggie? What? A Vitamix to make feta cheese? Well, well if you're blending the cashews or whatever. Right. You yeah. Yeah. Is yeah you really yeah. do need something high power to do that. Yeah. I mean, if you could soak them first or boil them, but you really want to get it real smooth, you need a high-power blender yeah. to do that. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, so what do you do when you go to somebody's house for, like, a house party? Do you eat before, or do you bring your own dish? I will often eat before, especially okay. if there's going to be alcohol at the house party, because, you know, it is very important to eat before it's you drink. We talked about this. It is very important. So, it's actually, it's, it's critical. Crucial. It's critical. There must be enough food. Right. Um, so I usually will eat before I go, but if it's someplace that I don't know, you know, I don't know the people, I'm not going to say anything, you know? Um, but I mean, somebody's going to put out some celery on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a carrot. I can eat a celery and a carrot. But, um. What about if like somebody invites you over for like a sit down dinner? Yeah. So one time, very, like many, many years ago. Very kind people. I was serving on a board for a nonprofit, and some very kind people invited me over. And I did not say anything in advance. And I learned my lesson. They made filet mignon. Mm. And I felt so bad. And I was like, I can't eat this. you know. And I ate everything else. And I said, you know what? It's really kinder to the host for something like that for me to like, you know, I was young. I was 
obviously that was not a good choice, but um, it's really kinder if I let somebody know if they're going to go to the trouble of like preparing something specific. Well, and I think, you know, I hate to keep saying like nowadays it's, I don't want to say accepted, but I mean, a lot of, I feel a lot like of people do society, ask nowadays. Society, yeah. as a society, I think we've become a lot more sensitive to that, you yeah. know, and that, um, you know, somebody, if I was having people over and somebody said, well, you know, I have a dietary restriction, I can bring, you know, I can bring my own meal. I would probably say, well, what can we do to substitute, you know, or what can yeah. we do to accommodate that or, for, you know, for lack of better words. I feel like probably a long time ago, this is just my instinct or just what I think, people probably rolled their eyes. Like, ugh, dietary restriction. Yeah. You know, what? Like, you know, you can't eat this fried chicken. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, I just, I think as a society, we're just becoming more educated. There's definitely more people out there and with social media and Instagram, depending on who you follow, you know, it's really, is kind of eye opening sometimes. I truly believe I was actually talking to somebody about this at lunch today. I really feel like the majority of humans are walking around dehydrated and inflamed. (laughs) Well, that's that's probably true. It's like a lot of this, you know, I mean, it can be a lifestyle choice, but I feel like a lot of doctors have discovered like, how unhealthy all of our guts are in America. Okay. And so it's like, you would be a lot healthier if you just didn't do this. Let me just tell you. So I've said this before on the podcast that I I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 29, 28, 29. And every time I go for my checkup, and by the way, I've I've managed it very well. um, But every time I go for my checkup, I'm like, I mean, the, the digestive center, it's just like, that's the place to be. I feel like I could go pick up some business there. Yeah. There's so many people there, you know? Yeah. And it's just gut health is something that I think is, I think that affects everything personally. There's a lot that it can affect and it's just very, it's got, it's very interesting to me. I like to learn about it, you know? Now, sometimes it's hard for me to stay away from gluten, you know? And luckily I don't have a true gluten sensitivity. So it's not like I'm going to eat gluten and I'm going to feel sick or anything like that. I do feel better and a little bit lighter whenever I don't eat it, you know, but, um, it is hard with all the social activities and stuff. And I mean, life is busy as I've talked about. I think that's, it's much harder if you have a gluten sensitivity to go somewhere and eat. Yes. Than it is if you, you know, eat only plant-based or whatever yeah because a lot of times they'll serve a side or something like Mm -hmm. that that you could probably eat um it is it is pretty it is pretty limiting for that but I just think that you know I don't know it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that is put into our food this is what I was trying to go with first of all as a society we all work way too much right I feel like everybody works a lot yeah I say amen to that you work a lot right so then we go to the processed foods Right? And then that causes inflammation. By the way, I'm not a doctor. This is just the Melissa uh, philosophy of that. But, I mean, I love processed food. But, God, if you turn... (laughs) I don't understand how, like, a Cheez-It, like, when you turn the box around, can have 50 ingredients. I'm like, it's a cheese cracker. Do you also wonder, like, how can they get so much sodium in some of the food? Do you ever look at the sodium Sometimes it doesn't even taste salty. I'm like, where is that? Is that for shelf life, though? What? Well, yeah, they have to have some preservatives in it. I don't understand. Okay, so look, somebody throw out a wine that you like. So the the website is called Barnivore. Um, Your vegan beer, wine, and liquor guide. So (laughs) throw out something you like. Okay, Duckhorn Decoy. I bet they use Mega Purple. I don't know why. I'm just thinking they do. Just take the bold prediction. (laughs) Just, just. 
keg of purple. I don't even know what that is. Is that like a dye? Duckhorn wines, not vegan friendly. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Decoy 2009 Napa Valley, vegan friendly. Oh, it's vegan friendly. Look at you. In 2009. Yeah, this was, no. Okay, so what this says is Duckhorn Wines generally is a the big company, not vegan friendly unless they're specifically listed. So some of their wines are and some of their wines are not. Well, that's interesting. But Decoy is vegan friendly. All decoys? Well, it, this has 2009 and 2010. I don't know that that means that in other okay, years. Okay, let's do another one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like this game. Markham. M-A-R-K. Yep. Like Jennifer's like, I got you. I can spell. I feel like in those big California. Yes. Yeah. Right. Markham wine is not vegan. Not vegan. I mean, what's up with these California people? They're supposed to be all like progressive. I mean, come on, Pete. Maybe they're they're working towards making it vegan. The use of finding agents is a very useful tool. That's kind of redundant. Of the winemaking process at Markham Vineyards. Typically a light Pining is used prior to bottling to improve clarity or remove harsh bitter appearance. They do use, oh, gelatin. That's another thing. They use gelatin in their white wines. You know what gelatin is. Like gelatin? Why do they do that? <laughs> um, our I, red you know what? I think we might need to stop because, like, this is one of my, that is kind of, I do like They use gelatin and egg whites and extremely tannic red wines. Mm. Kind of gross. You know okay, so are fish is. bladders. They are. Well, those are the finding agents. <laughs> you know what gelatin is, right? No, I don't think I do. Not based on It's boiled facial. bones and cartilage. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the stuff that comes out of it. It's basically like collagen, I guess. Yeah, it's like collagen. Yeah. Uh, I drink collagen every morning. Yeah, I, it's I, not I, vegan. But I am not trying to be vegan. I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, yeah. I, I will, if I, I go to Jennifer's, I will eat vegan. But I'm going to be honest, at this point in my life, I am not trying to be vegan. Okay? We're putting that out there. And pa- Patrick, if you're I, listening to this. There is, I pass no judgment. None whatsoever. I don't feel like you pass judgment on people well, ever. No, you can, you can, you this can drink your fish bladder <laughs> Fine wine, all you want to, and I've probably had some of that too, because that's where I have not been a, a little too crazy. Is on the wine piece of it. I mean, you 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 know you have to live. So I mean, yeah, at some point, you, and you and in order to live, you have to exactly. drink wine. So. Okay, wait, so there was there was a, I told you there was going to be a quiz. So oh yeah, let's I go. sent you the video. Yes, and I told you there would be a quiz, so you had to like watch and listen closely. So he talks about making barbecue sliders with what? Jackfruit. Girl won the quiz. Okay. <laughs> Lady, go, lady. Let's go. Ladies, do a little dance. Have you have you made barbecue jackfruit? It's no, so I'm good. Not. Oh, it's really good. I heard the line and I'm like I'm like, what did he say? What can you okay, can what is you jackfruit? For us? It, it jackfruit is so good. It's like it's a fruit, but the inside is just like this neutral flavor mm-hmm. has a real neutral flavor but it shreds like shredded pork or chicken or something like that so it's kind of like tofu anything you put on it you know kind of has that flavor, flavor. but it has a great texture so it's good to make like tacos and uh barbecue pork can we go back to the air fried tofu what does that mm. taste like mm, it's so good 
Well, so you can make tofu. I don't really like the texture of to- like just like cold tofu. Yeah, well, then warm. You can serve it warm, and it's better warm. Oh yeah, so you can make anything with tofu. Um, so I make like breakfast burritos, mm-hmm. and I use the tofu and just crumble it up like the firm tofu, mm-hmm. and put like some nooch in it and some turmeric, and it, it has the texture of like eggs. And there's a salt that has like a little bit of a sulfur sort of taste to it. It gives it like the egg kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, use it for, uh, the, so the texture, it's not really like anything to describe really. Um, Have you ever had it, Maggie? Air fried tofu? No. Have you had fried tofu like at a Chinese or mm-hmm. Japanese or no. Asian restaurant? No, not intentionally. Yeah. All right, you know what we're going to do? I'm just going to try it all the time. You're just going to try it. I'll do that this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can also make um, bacon with tofu. Just go tempeh and slice it really thin and do the bacon. So, you know, um, we are recording this in advance like we normally do. And so, you know, I'm going into my 40th year of living. So I'll try some tofu. I mean... Yeah, you gotta like be adventurous, expand your horizons. I, I really so we had um, on last week's episode um, Anne from Red Stick Spice, and love going there. Yeah, so we're gonna have to make a field trip there because yeah. she, she should do she should do a vegan like cooking thing demonstration thing or class thing. And you know, you could teach it. Yeah, well, she has uh, guests teach, but I would absolutely go and contribute. Yeah, we'll talk to her about think, that. Yeah, yeah talk to her about that. It'll be fun. Because I just get really inspired about things like this. I mean, yeah. I get tired of eating chicken. Yeah. I had salmon today. I do love seafood. Boy, I miss that. I used to smoke salmon yeah. every Sunday. I, I could probably give up chicken and red meat without a problem, but the seafood part of it, I don't know, Jennifer. That gets I mean, me look, you know, I, I am a believer that really you shouldn't try to make a vegan version of like fish or steak, right? I mean Yeah, it's just not point. it's like right. Yeah. I mean then so just eat fish or steak. Just eat fish just or steak. Give it up. Right. right. <laughs> okay. So the two cookbooks we'll take we're gonna take a picture yes. of. We are gonna um, we'll find them. We'll link them in the podcast notes. Okay, so we're going to if anybody as long as nobody has any other questions, since we are recording this in the afternoon and lovely Jennifer has um, as she told us, an evening of work to do. <laughs> so, five quick questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. Red or white wine? Oh, that like is we, so hard. Did we, didn't we ask for this? I don't remember that. Um, I, I don't. That is very incredibly hard. Oh, right okay. now, okay. I'm more of a red girl. More of a red girl. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. Um, do you, would you prefer side dishes or focus on the main dish? Sides. Yeah, me too. Vegan gravy or cranberry sauce? It's cranberry vegan sauce. Vegan gravy for okay. sure. Mashed or sweet potatoes? Mashed. Okay. Pumpkin or pecan pie? Pecan. Yeah, you did great. Those are easy. Except for the wine. Yeah. Everybody gets a little hung up when we do a cocktail That's question. I feel like it'd be easier if you said, you know, Spanish or Italian. Yeah. Yeah, well, like not that fancy. I think we asked, what did we ask my sister-in-law? I think we said margaritas or wine. And I thought she was going to for sure say margaritas. And she was like, that is hard. I can choose one. I don't know if I can choose Uh one. That one stumps everybody. It just stumps everybody. What can we say? We're in Louisiana, you know. So thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. And taking time out again, Jennifer. It was fun. Yeah, we're going to take you to lunch. 
Oh, we no, we're we are gonna do. Y'all are gonna come to my next Thanksgiving. My house probably isn't gonna be ready this year. They're telling me it'll be ready in January, maybe, but 2022, 2022. which is gonna be a better year. Just, I, I mean, mean, it's got to be right. Um, no I, I believe we're headed toward the roaring twenties. So you know, yeah, twenty twenties. That so. sounds fun. It does sound fun, right? So we'll look. We'll look for twenty twenty two. Thanks, vegan. Looking forward to it. Yes, it'll be fun. Thanks again. And in Jennifer's, like we've said before, her day job. Yeah, she is an attorney. Yes, one of the shareholders at Baker Donaldson, oh, uh, specializing in employment. Mm-hmm. And benefits law? Or employment. Well, employment law. Yeah, I'm totally not qualified on the benefits piece. That's what I call you. That is what she calls me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I know you. <laughs> but I am not a benefit attorney. No, we have benefits law. You know, those are people with like... She calls me when it's an accounting question. I call her when it's a legal question. Yes. And like, you know, I always think it's funny. It's like CPAs, I feel like just inherently know when something is a legal question. Like it gets to a point and you're like, yeah, we need an attorney. Yeah. And I feel like attorneys also get to the point where they're like, you need That's a CPA. <laughs> I can't do your payroll for you. That's yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Different specialty. So thanks again, Jennifer. And Thank really you. excited. Can't wait to take a look at some, buy some of these books and take a look at them. Um, I think we'll probably have a lot of people that... I'm very interested in this and good. a little early for a happy Thanksgiving, but like we're rolling into it. Yeah. I mean, it's November people. Mm-hmm. It'll be here before you know it. It will be here before you know it. Yeah. So hope everyone has a great week and thanks again. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.